Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's successful real estate professional as they share it with you. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor, 24 Sound. 24 Sound is technically an audio production company, but they're way more than that. They're there to help you grow your business from audiobooks to podcasts and everything in between. They're flawless as sound engineers and they're strategic as business partners. Visit them at 24sound.com. You can also email them at hello at 24sound.com. And of course, as a best ever listener, you'll get a best ever discount. Mention best ever and you'll get a 20% discount on your first product. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Ferris, and I'm here with today's guest, my grandma. Hi, grandma. Hi, hi, Joe. Really nice to have you on the show, and this is such a special treat because today is the 99th episode. And how old are you? 99 years old. <laughs> 99 years young, right? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> So, and why I wanted to have a conversation with you um, and share it with the best ever listeners is because you're in Flint, Michigan, and yeah, and you've lived in Flint um, your whole life basically since you were two and a half years old, right? Yes. And I I think it's important uh, because as you know, the best ever listeners, most of the l listeners know. You know the the economy of Flint has just gone up and down, and now kind of coming up, but uh, we'll we'll see. Um, and you've experienced all of that, and I think there's a lot of lessons, or one really main lesson to learn from what our conversation today for other markets, not just Flint, Michigan, and that is job the importance of job diversity. So r can you? Uh, take us back a little bit. Well, actually, maybe a lot to when you when when you first moved to Flint. Um, what what was the reason why people were moving to Flint, Michigan? Well, at that time, um, Buick General Motors was hiring. They were starting to build cars here, and so my dad um, did come to Flint was able to get a job, and in April of 1918, at least I 
think that's when it was. Uh, we moved to Flint, so, and he was working at the Buick. And so people were moving to Flint, Michigan to, for this, uh, for for the jobs at Buick and General Motors. Um, yes. And then that was in 1918 when your dad moved there and you were two and a half years old, right? Yes. Uh-huh. And so were, as the years went on, were most of the people still working at the in the auto industry? Yes, a lot of them. When when I graduated in 1932 from high school, most of the boys, the males at that time, would go into General Motors and work in the plant. And then how did the plant do in the later years, say like the, the 50s, 60s, and 70s? Well, they, during the war, World War One, of course, they were converted to defense work. They built tanks here in Flint and uh, uh, different things that were needed for the war. Even the doctors who lived here uh, were drafted to serve time in, in overseas in the Army and different branches of the service. So, um, things, well, after the war, they picked up again because no, there had been absolutely no, no cars in, during the wartime. There weren't any cars built at all. And, uh, so then it was good for a while, but then, uh, Oh, it started to go downhill and <laughs> went pretty far. And you you moved into your home in 1956? Three. 53. 1953. Uh-huh. And so you've seen the values just fluctuate up and down since the 50s of your home, right? Oh, yes, yes. In fact, right now they're down... Uh, I would say at the lowest point um, in all those years. And I think the valuation is even lower or maybe about the same as it was when we purchased the house back in 53. And with the Flynn economy, um, you know, and again, for the best ever listeners, I think this is really important to note um, that you know some markets it takes a lot longer to recover than others um, if if they do recover. And I know Flint is doing some things right now. Whenever I visit you and we go to downtown Flint, you know, the University of Michigan has a has a Flint campus. And um, what are some other things that Flint's doing that you've read about? Uh, that is, you know, in the process of trying to revitalize? Well, um, there is a pipe uh, manufacturing um, company who has just, well, they built a new plant and just opened this week, and they plan on hiring um, more people. Um, it's to furnish 
the uh, uh, water uh, business that they're bringing in from Lake Huron into Flint. We need a, a new water supply. And the pipes that they are building will carry the water. <clears throat> Plus, um, there is a pharmaceutical company that has been really growing, and they have been hiring people to come in. Plus, the we do have um, five different colleges here. Uh, Michigan State has just opened, um, it isn't a lab, but uh, some sort of, um, I'm not sure, just I can't think of the name, but it's, they're bringing in medical students who will need um, housing and, you know, places to live and eat. So it is picking up. We have really a beautiful campus for U of M. It's really nice. And they have opened, uh, well, renovated and opened um, a couple of hotels that had been empty or vacated and are using them for housing uh, units for the students. Plus, they do have new dorms at U of M. So things are looking some better. Uh, but they have a long ways to go yet. And it's interesting how they're putting their resources in a, in education and pharmaceuticals, um, and then you know the pipeline that you mentioned to to help yeah. pump the water. Three different industries uh, versus how you know what Flint was previously you know, thriving on, which was just automotive. So they're diversifying. Yes, yes. It is, uh, they finally realized, I guess, that they had to uh, diversify. I mean, (laughs) something other than the auto industry because um, that just didn't support anything anymore. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? <laughs> Depends on what it is. <laughs> <laughs> best ever secret to living to 99 years young and beyond. Actually, I don't really have any secrets. Uh, I really don't know why I live as long as I have, um, except I was the oldest of three, and it always seemed to be up to me to take care of the others. When my mother was ill, I took care of her. My husband was ill with, as you know, Alzheimer's disease, and I took care of him for seven years. So uh, maybe that is what kept me going. Best ever lesson you've learned in life? Best ever lesson? Um, be patient. 
best ever TV show? <laughs> oh, you mean now or over the years? Ever. Over the 99, well, I guess not 99 years. Um, <laughs> no, there were many years when we didn't yeah. even have a radio, so... <laughs> Um, I used to love the I Love Lucy show. Best ever grandchild. Oh, six. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> You're such a diplomat. <laughs> well, I know better. <laughs> <laughs> well, Grandma, I know you have... Uh, a, a lunch gathering about to happen. So I am so grateful. And for the best ever listeners, this is my grandma's second ever interview. The first one was actually last night when we recorded. And for whatever reason, I had technical issues and I couldn't hear anything that she was saying when I went to listen to the recording. So that's why she is such a seasoned pro at this right now. So thank you, Grandma, for, for being patient with all the technical stuff. <laughs> oh, Joe, I, I love talking with you, and I hope, uh, I hope it will help. It absolutely will, definitely. And uh, definitely lessons learned for um, Flint, Michigan, number one, if anyone's interested in Flint, Michigan. And then number two, um, the importance of diversifying and having it, investing in a uh, city that has a diversification of industry. So thank you so much, Grandma. I love you, and I will talk to you soon. All right. Love you, Joe, and good luck. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then head to JoeFairless.com, where there are tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And if you want Joe to personally help you reach your goals, then go to the Work With Joe tab on JoeFairless.com and apply to, well, Work With Joe. 